Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. This morning on the third hour of today, spare no details. NBC News obtaining a copy of Prince Harry's highly anticipated and controversial memoir. The new allegations about Prince William, King Charles, royal family fights and Prince Harry's own drug use. Reaction to the wave of new allegations when we go live to Buckingham Palace. Plus, home health remedies to help give you a boost during cold and flu season. Today, nutritionist Joy Bauer here to show us what to eat and some foods to avoid. And the sun is shining once again in Studio 1A, the moment we've all been waiting for. Mr. Roker's return. He's going to tell us how he's feeling. And we got a few surprises to welcome him back. Today, Friday, January 6th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Oh, good Friday morning. Welcome to this third hour of today. Craig, Dylan, Chanel, and we have waited almost two months to say this. Al Roker's back. I have missed you all. I mean, I've seen you all, but you know, know. At, at, at different times. But yeah. just together, and I'm actually wearing pants. Yes. <laughs> so that's always well, a Craig's bonus. Craig's got socks on and owed to you. Yeah, yes. uh, put, on, uh, got some put on some nice orgasms for you. Socks. Very nice. Yeah, I, I wore my brightest glasses I could find. Very <laughs> yeah. lovely. And those are prescription. They are I'm very different glasses, glasses. But, um, but we're happy. You. We're happy you're here. <laughs> Ready to rock and roll. I know. Well, you know, how are you feeling? I feel. You know, I really do feel good. I'm sure I'm going to collapse like a stone after this over. This is the first real work I've done. Uh, but, you know, it's just been, uh, it's been a journey. Uh, we had a lot of, uh, bumps and rolls, you know, they ended up having a seven hour surgery to correct a bunch of internal stuff. But, you know, thank God for Deborah. You know, she, she basically shielded me mm-hmm. from a lot of this. I had no idea how sick so I was. So you didn't realize how bad no, it was? Ignorant. I, I am a living example of ignorance is bliss. You know, so which, <laughs> Even before the sick. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, if you've worked with me, you know that. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it, it, I, I was able to put all my energy into just recuperating because I didn't know how bad off I was. Mm-hmm. And and naturally, you know, through this whole process, you've lost a lot of weight, but your health, everything's fixed. Like yeah. you're, you're good. Yeah. As the best we know, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it seems like every year I go in for something, yeah. you have like a tune up, but, but yeah, yeah, point. I've got a knee coming up, but you know, listen, the fact is, uh, f- your, your support, uh, everybody out there, the, the, the prayers that came in made, made such a big deal because this was besides the internal stuff. I also had blood clots. Yeah. So, uh, that they think maybe for, was from COVID back in September. Mm. So, you know, this was a, a real dance. And I had these these great doctors, Dr. J. Rahman, Dr. Felicia Noel uh, uh, Sussman, uh, Dr. Pagazi and Dr. Pastore, all, all, everybody at New York Presbyterian, nurses, the the medical staff. Mm. You know, the, the, I'd never been in an ICU before, you know, mm. at least as a patient. Yeah. And that that's some serious stuff. Scary. You know? And kudos to your family, too. I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard to care for someone for such a long period of time because you have the emotions and you're nervous and you just don't know what's next. But sure. I mean, your family was by your side. Well, look, as a guy, 
guy, uh, I think you, you, you don't want your family seeing you vulnerable, right. you know, uh, you're supposed to be the strength and the strong one. And my, my, like I said, Deborah, my daughter, Leela spent like four nights at the hospital. Uh, you know, Nick came in and, and Courtney was there. My brother, Chris, my sister, Lisa flew in from, from Chicago. You know, we just had, uh, just, and, and all of you coming in to visit. It was, uh, it was really special. It meant, it meant so much. Well, I learned so much from watching the dynamic with you and Deborah. I mean, she, is Deborah is the best. I mean, she is a rock. She loves hard. You know, she would keep everyone posted. She would, I mean, she it's is, I told her she's like my superhero. Her journalism skills really paid off too. Mm-hmm. Because when apparently when the doctors would come in, Deborah would just pepper them. Oh yeah. <laughs> All I mean, yeah. You know, it was, it was to the point where they didn't talk to me. They just, uh, yeah. just yeah, go right to Deborah. Talk to my room. Actually, I do have some questions, doctor. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I yeah, love it so that's much. Right. Where were you the night of? Right. So then what does the next few weeks and months, what does it look like? For well, you? I'm, I'm doing, PT almost every day, you know, just to get the strength back, get some core back. Uh, uh, I'm I'm a, a shriveled husk. Not <laughs> true, but but yeah, and that's just it. And, and yeah, I'm still on blood thinners, so you got to monitor all of that stuff. But otherwise, you know, it's just a. I, I, and this getting back here, I think, yes. is is tonic as How well. How do you feel in this moment? I feel, like I feel great. I've, no, it's not. It's not. It really isn't. I mean, I'm sure it'll hit me later. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, when you're you're on in the show, you know, you're journalism. The, the yeah. moment. As the moment we finish the show, two things happen. We collapse and we have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so, you know. Did you sleep well last night? I was did. Like the nerves before you get the I, first I, day I slept like a baby. Woke up every two hours and wet myself. It was fantastic. <laughs> but, but he was doing that before the yeah. same exactly. Exactly. So, you know, didn't mind. It was fantastic. So, uh, yeah. so listen, we're not the only ones excited to have Al back. So are your kids. They wanted to share a message oh. with you this morning. Take a look. Hey, Dad, just wanted to welcome you back to work and tell you that I love you. We are so proud of you, and we can't wait to see you back in action on the Today Show. We wish you all the best and all the luck, and we hope you really thrive in this new year. They were all so happy that you're back in the office. We know how much you love your job, so we're we're so happy that you can be back there and with your Today Show fam. So just wishing you the best day and love you. Those three kids. I've been telling, and that's, you know, when, I mean, that's the thing, having them all together. Mm -hmm. Uh, they were, you know, Leela, you know, took a time off from her job in Paris and she was here for five weeks and, you know, seeing them all together and they just, uh, they all fell back into their, their rhythms. And, but they were all, you know, Nick would literally come around every 10 minutes and like just lean over and (laughs) kiss me on the head, you know, because he towers over me. Yeah. I feel like a little Polly Pocket. Well, it's it's so nice to see you, you know, in your suits again, your flower, your glasses, your pocket watch. Uh, we know you've been wearing a lot of Oswego stuff lately. Yes, yes, um, I do. So to make you feel more comfortable, yes. to make you feel at home <laughs> as you're back here, um, our wonderful look at this, crew. Look at this. Oh, there you go. Here's Oswego. That's right. For you. Control look room. Look at that. Yes. <laughs> in fact, my alma mater, SUNY Oswego, was just designated a university on its own. <laughs> SUNY Oswego is now officially its own wow. university. Oh, its own university. Yes. Because of you? No. <laughs> In spite of me. With me off the air, they said, all right, we can actually go for the university designation. <laughs> the there was a sub guys. shop, too, in us. Yes, we go sub shop. They, they, about they that sent, you quite, they the sent me quite the spread. I had a great time making my own sandwiches, <laughs> including uh, uh, this is the roast beef sub. I made a turkey sub. Yum. It was 
Fantastic. Well, we got to get some weight back on you, so we're going to do our part. We've got some more of your favorite things as well. Uh, Matt Abdu, executive chef of one of your favorite places, Pig Beach Barbecue. Oh. Hey. He brought some of your all-time favorites. Oh, my goodness. This will be fun. My man. Oh, my God. Doctor's orders. Oh, wow. Here we go. Wow. Oh, my. Beach barbecue, doctor's orders. I heard you were hungry. Now, this this is what I needed in my IV. (laughs) (laughs) Just mainline that bad boy. Brisket ribs. Oh, my God. It works for you. We love you. Big Beach barbecue, the best. You're You're the man. Everyone loves you. Everyone's so excited to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Eat up and enjoy it. No, he has to eat that right now. One more full at a time. In between breaks. There's more. There's more. There's more of your favorite things. Uh Uh-uh. Peppermint patties. Oh. And gum. Yeah. Wow. Peppermint patties. We know you're a big fan. And Mentos. And Mentos. I know you were a Mentos fan. I missed that one. The fresh maker. (laughs) But wait, there's more. Whoa. To help you get your weekend started off on the right foot. Yay. We got some fun fun socks. Fantastic. For those who don't know, Al Roker only wears the Argyle. Right now, now because of the blood clots, I'm wearing compression socks. Well, I wasn't (laughs) going to tell people that. Yeah, so they they go up a little high. (laughs) So so if I'm, I'm wiggling around a little. You know what? That's why. There you go. Are they the high waist? Well, let's no. just say they're coming up to right about here. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, I do that every day. It's called Spanx. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe we could get them some Argyle. Back that man in your Spanx. <laughs> Dig in. Don't let, those, let that oh. food go We love waste. you. Well, we are so happy to back. have you back. Easy the brisket. Oh my <laughs> We've missed them. We're all over here like, mm. You know, and I'm like, can we have if you got Harry and William together, Around some Matt, some Matt Abdu pig beach. That'll, that'll bridge I think it. that would serve. That'll, that'll bridge the divide. How we do it? We'll get the word we'll to say, That's a great segue. We've missed that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still ahead on a Friday morning. The aforementioned Harry. Yeah, the prince. He's out with uh, that memoir, Spare. Some of the biggest bombshell accusations about the royal family. We're going to take you live to Buckingham Palace. Say habla espanol. <laughs> yeah, this book is in Spanish. We'll explain that, too, after the break. I thought I saw that. Also coming up, some new details about the investigation into those stunning murders of four Idaho college students. What investigators are now revealing and the critical clue that police found at the scene. The third hour of today, right back after this. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you. Happy to have you back. That's a lot. In in hindsight, perhaps. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed oh we are back now with some new details in a case that has gripped the country mm-hmm. we're talking of course about the murders of those four university of idaho students the suspect appeared in an idaho courtroom for the first time yesterday as we learn much more about how investigators zeroed in on him and what happened that morning let's go to nbc's Gotti schwartz he's in moscow idaho with the very latest Gotti, good morning 
Hey, good morning. Yeah, 28-year-old Brian Kohlberger was in court for that first appearance. That's when the judge informs him of his rights as well uh, as his right to legal counsel and then reads him those four counts of murder. Uh, Brian Kohlberger told his public defender in uh, Pennsylvania that he believes he will be exonerated and that he intends to plead not guilty. Meanwhile, investigators are starting to reveal some of the evidence they have against him, and that includes cell phone records, surveillance video, and some DNA. Suspect Brian Kohlberger making his first appearance Thursday before an Idaho judge. All right. Count two alleges that you committed the felony offense of murder in the first degree. Also in the courtroom, the family of victim Kaylee Gonzalez laying eyes on the suspected killer in person for the first time. Did you ever see him turn back and look at you? No, I was hoping for that. You know, he's going to avoid me for a while. Authorities also releasing new details about the night they think Koberger murdered Gonzalez and three other University of Idaho students, Maddie Mogan, Zana Kernodal, and Ethan Chapin, in an off-campus home. And perhaps the most chilling revelation, one of the two surviving roommates telling police she came face-to-face -face with the killer. Waking at around 4 a.m., she says she heard one of the roommates say, there's someone here, but didn't see anyone when she looked herself. According to a newly released court document, she later heard crying coming from the victim's rooms and a man say something to the effect of, it's okay, I'm going to help you. She opened her door to see a man dressed in black and wearing a mask who walked towards her and out a back door as she stood in frozen shock and then locked herself in her room. Police weren't called to the home until noon that day for reasons still not clear. Steve Gonzalez describing the roommate's state at the time of the 911 call. You gotta remember these two girls were so upset that when they went outside after seeing this, the one passed out and the other one was so hyperventilating that the message wasn't clear enough for the operator. The newly unsealed 18-page charging affidavit also says a state forensics lab found the suspect's DNA on the button snap of a knife sheath left laying next to one of the victim's bodies. The charging document also says police used both phone records and video footage of his white Hyundai Elantra to place the suspect near the scene of the crime. And according to law enforcement, the suspect's phone was turned off or had no service for about two hours during the time the murders took place. When it turned back on at 4.48 a.m., cellular data showed it traveling on a state highway south of Moscow back to Pullman, Washington, where the suspect lived, authorities allege. But just over four hours later, the cell data places his phone back near the home. And police also say Kohlberger's phone registered in the vicinity of the victim's home 12 times in the months before the murder, dating as far back as August of last year. Kohlberger expressionless as the charges against him were read. Yeah, the maximum penalty for that offense if you plead guilty or are found guilty is death and or imprisonment for life. Do you understand? Yes. And even with all those new details in that affidavit, there are still some very big questions. What was the motive in this case? And did this suspect know the victims before those murders? The family of Kaylee Gonzalez that we spoke to uh, says that they are confident that investigators have much more evidence and they're looking forward to this proceeding. Gonna, on that note, Gotti, I heard you mention earlier on some of the documents there was a lot redacted. So clearly there's a lot more we still don't know. What exactly are they expecting to learn in the coming weeks as this case proceeds? 
Yeah, Chanel, this, this was a 20-page uh, probable cause statement. So it was a lengthy probable cause statement about uh, an entire page that we know of was completely redacted. And again, this is just probable cause. This is not beyond a reasonable doubt. So this is really the beginning of them starting to mount their case. Meanwhile, next week he's due in court on Thursday. That's to see if they're going to proceed with a preliminary hearing uh, or they're going to take this uh, straight to trial. So there is still a lot to come. Uh, but the family of Kaylee Gonzalez as again, saying they are very confident in investigators right now. This progress. All right, Gotti Schwartz, thank you. All right, well, switching gears, uh, new details from Prince Harry's memoir, Spare. Guys, Keir Simmons, live <laughs> Buckingham Palace with the very latest. I can't wait. And he's reading it in Spanish. <laughs> then, later, look who's here. Joy Bauer. Yes. In the flesh. That's right. She's in our studio sharing some home remedies to get us through the cold and flu season. So good to see Joy. We will be right back. Third hour today okay. continues. You stay here. I'll go to your kitchen. That the flesh, kitchen. by the way. We are back with some new bombshells and accusations from Prince Harry's highly anticipated new memoir, Spare. Okay, so it's not officially out till next week, but we're already learning about some of the allegations involving the royal family and revelations about Prince Harry's own life. Our chief international correspondent, Keir Simmons, is live, hot off the presses, with that that uh, memoir from Spain. <laughs> Keir, I'm surprised you didn't try to go to Spain to get it. <laughs> Mr. Al Roker, welcome back. You must feel like nothing's changed. I was standing outside Buckingham Palace when you were last in the studio there. Here I am still. That is true. I tell you something. You were lucky to be. You were lucky to be in the hospital, my friend. I've been sleeping outside Buckingham Palace this whole time. <laughs> Oh, Here it is. Oh, Here's good. the book. You're right. It's in Spanish. We've been going through it, translating it. I've got to tell you, there is revelation after revelation. This morning, an avalanche of sensational accusations and allegations in Prince Harry's new book, NBC News, obtaining a Spanish-language copy of Spare. In it, the Duke of Sussex describes how he says his brother William knocked him to the floor in 2019. This morning, in a newly released excerpt from his interview with British broadcaster ITV, Harry talking about that moment. And the book reveals many more tense exchanges with family members. Before Harry and Meghan's wedding, Harry says Meghan upset Catherine, Princess of Wales, by telling her after she'd just given birth, she must be suffering from baby brain. Harry alleges that Meghan apologised, but William pointed a finger at her, saying, It's rude, Meghan. These things are not done here. To which she responded, If you don't mind, keep your finger out of my face. Of Camilla, now the Queen Consort, Harry writes, Willie and I promised our father that we would welcome Camilla to the family. The only thing we asked for in return was that he didn't marry her. You don't need to get married again, we asked him. He says his father, now King Charles, would often joke that he was not Harry's father and that William and Kate privately howled with laughter at a Nazi uniform he wore to a Halloween party for which he had to apologise. But he also reveals deeply private details of his royal life. He writes of taking cocaine and other drugs, losing his virginity, and of the moment he was told his mother, Princess Diana, had died. Charles broke the news, he says, calling him my dear son. What I do remember, he says, with stunning clarity, is that I did not cry, not a tear. My father did not hug me. 
Later, Prince Harry describes driving through the Paris tunnel where Diana's fatal crash happened in an effort to find resolution, adding that he and William wanted to call for the investigation into Diana's death to be reopened. They were, he says, persuaded not to. Harry asked by ABC News how his mother would feel about his relationship with William now. I think she would be... I think she would be sad. I think she'd be looking at, looking at it long term to know that there are certain things that we need to go through to be able to heal the relationship. One of many revelations for a book unlike any written by a member of the royal family. And the book was supposed to be published, guys, next Tuesday. It is out in Spain for some reason, as I mentioned, in Spanish. We've flown this copy uh, from Spain. Wow. We don't even know whether in the palace they have a copy. Certainly no comment from the palaces so far. So, so Kier, you know, I mean, look, it, it just seems also so unseemly. But I'm, I'm just going yeah. to assume, given what's happened in the past after the Netflix series and all this, we're probably not going to hear anything from the palace or, or, or William, right? I guess. I mean, it's impossible to know. Certainly one strategy for them could be to simply say nothing, try to rise above it. And if you like, kind of let Harry burn out. Mm. Uh, you're right. I think yeah. unseemly is a good word in, in the sense that one of the challenges really, if you are take aside all of the allegations and what they in there might think about it. One of the challenges, of course, if you are other members of the royal family now is, is every conversation that you have with Harry or Meghan going to be published in another book wow. or, yeah. or put on another Netflix? show so it's really difficult we don't know whether harry's going to be at the coronation um you you you, you kind of throw your arms up don't you really yeah kind of sad. Okay, we all know how we feel here in the u.s but over there with the british press and the public i mean what are they what are their reactions to some of these revelations well, we know that the large, it's true that a large part of the British press are frankly fairly, well, not even fairly, anti uh, Harry and Meghan. I mean, that just is, mm -hmm. that's honestly the case. The British <laughs> oh, people, I think they have turned more negative. Yeah. Uh, that being said, though, I think it's worth remembering, you know, I think it's like a billion people around the world saw that Netflix docuseries. So... There's a difference between the interest in all of this mm -hmm. and how people feel about it. And I think different people in uh, different parts of the world and, and different different folks feel different ways. That's a good point. Yeah. But there's a fascination, isn't there? Mm -hmm. There's an sure. absolute fascination. And I suspect this will be one of the best-selling books of the year. Because it's also, it transcends all of the royal stuff, if you will, to just family Families, dynamics. Yeah. Everybody has family drama. Yeah. Not everybody puts it in a book. which right. Or, yeah. or in a Netflix series. Which That's is why. Right. I or in six interviews. I mean, yeah. We do love reading other people's drama, though. That's the thing. Kira, all right, thank it you, is Kira. always good to see you. And you know what I feel badly about? All the, all good their, to see that, my friend. Thank you, thank sir. You. The kids. I you know, agree. The, the, all these cousins that won't get to know each other. Because that's the best part of growing up. I agree. Cousins, I agree. Know? Maybe there'll be a reconciliation. I One hope. One can hope. Uh, when we come back on a Friday morning, eat, drink, and be healthy. Ooh. Joy Bowers here to share some remedies and recipes to help get us through this cold and flu season. And then a little bit later, how to live well by bringing plants into your home. One of our favorite guests from last year is back. There he is, there's Hilton. He's gonna tell us how to take care of our house plants. He's standing by to turn us all into green thumbs, Dylan. Third hour of today, right back after this. Did you bring your plant? It was too heavy. 
What a Friday morning it is. Not only do we have Al Roker right there, but today nutrition and health expert Joy Bauer. Yay! Yay! Yes. Welcome back, I Joy. just want to hug you guys all oh, morning. Oh, so good and to see you. Oh. oh, another hug. It's a nice reunion. And she so. smells good. Oh. You do smell good. She showered for Thank the Thank you. Again. Why are you here, Joy? No, I'm just let me out of the house. I'll answer that question. She's got some home remedies that could help us as we head into the heart of cold and flu season. It sounds good. But before we dive into that, congratulations are in order. We're in the presence of three Taste Award nominees. Uh, if you've heard about the yes. Taste Award, yes, often called the Oscars of food, fashion, and lifestyle media. You didn't know? Well, I found out last. I didn't know. Nick, the producer, sent me a, a congratulations. Yes. Yeah, so and I was like, what thing. for? Joy picked up several nominations wow, for Superfood. Friday. Uh-huh. So exciting. Dylan and her sous chef are nominated. This is really cool for cooking with Cal. Oh, Cal's I, up for the award. Calvin yet. I'm oh, not that's sure so cool. Understand. And then Family Style with Al Roker earned multiple nominations as well. Oh, my gosh. So, and, this and, is you fun. know, people don't realize how dedicated Dylan is to this because Cal's real name is Calzone. <laughs> Did I take it too far? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I love it. Congrats. Well, congratulations. More cheese, please. Yeah, Thank you. In the meantime, we're here to help us get, That's right. feel, yes. feel healthy. And with cold and flu season, I feel like what you put in your body will help you feel sure. better. I know when both my boys had the flu, the doctor's like, give them medicine so that they feel better so they'll drink enough yeah. water. How important is hydration? Okay, so if there's one thing that everybody takes away from this spot, it's to keep hydrated. And that's because when you're feeling super lousy, whether it's the cold, a bad cold, or the mm. flu, or RSV, right? Yes. Um, what happens is you automatically lose fluids. Mm. And when you're dehydrated, your symptoms will worsen. On the other hand, when you're well hydrated, you could better fight fatigue. Mm-hmm. You can loosen up or break up some of that congestion. Oh. You boost your immunity so that you're better able to bounce back quicker. It seems so simple, but water, yeah. water, water, water. Uh, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing though, Joy, not all hydration apparently is, is equal. So what <laughs> should we be drinking or eating? What should we be, we be avoiding? So water is your best friend okay. and broth too, right? Oh. It's made with water and it's warm. So it's soothing on a sore throat. Decaf too. Tea, and you could add a little bit of honey. Honey has some antimicrobial properties, so it could also fight against the flu. Why decaf? Why can't we have caffeinated tea? Because if you're really feeling lousy and you're slumped on the couch or in bed, I don't want the caffeine to interfere with taking a nap or relaxing. And the reason I'm saying diluted juice is because juice is filled with natural but concentrated fruit sugar. So you want to go 50-50 with water with the juice so that it's easier to tolerate. All right, so that's what we should be drinking. Right. So what should we avoid drinking? So the first is probably obvious. You're not going to be in the mood for a cocktail, but just in case you are, avoid it because the booze is dehydrating. Second, I'm saying coffee for that same reason. The caffeine is going to keep you up. And if your body wants to relax, take a nap, allow yourself to relax. Soda and sports drinks are concentrated with sugar. And it's not just about being unhealthy. It's because when you have a fever or you're nauseous or you're vomiting, the sugar will increase inflammation. And that's the exact opposite of what we want to do when we're feeling lousy. And also, it could worsen tummy troubles. Mm -hmm. All right, we've got about a minute left. Okay. Talk about what to eat. I feel like everybody knows oranges, but is that the best thing? Okay, so let's talk about vitamin C for a minute. Vitamin C will not prevent a cold or the flu, but it could help to lessen the symptoms and possibly shorten the duration. So over here we have oranges. Oranges are great, but I'm going to tell you, they're not the best. That's what I thought. Standouts? Guava and bell peppers are like your best friends. They have 
twice the amount of vitamin C as orange. Yeah, and nothing against oranges. I don't want to throw them under the bus. They're great. Another thing is, and strawberries have them as well. And you can remember the three Bs. Brussels sprouts, broccoli, and bell peppers all have vitamin okay. C. I am paying homage to one wow. of my favorite vegetables, and that is the mushroom. Because mushrooms mushroom. have antiviral properties, mm-hmm. yeah. which are really important. Beta carotene in carrots and sweet potatoes. And a special shout out to Pink Grapefruit because Yum. that has both vitamin C and beta carotene. Fantastic. Look for that. Those look amazing. Gorgeous. Perfect. Joy, it's uh, just like you. Thank you so much. It's so <laughs> good to see you. Oh, I love right. you, Al. Hey, just ahead, plant yourself right there. You don't want a leaf because we're going to show you how to live well by bringing green into your home. And we'll find out if Craig and Dylan need a lesson in plant parenting. That's right. We're going to get back to their roots. Then later, there's mystery, romance, even a little motivation to start the year. We're going to tell you what to read this month. Third hour of today, right back. Is this guava white? No. So it's Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. I don't think I've seen you this excited. I know. I, I, the, I'm, we I'm, 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 I'm we very brought excited. our own plants from home. And I love <laughs> Hilton. How excited we I are. I love Hilton, the plant expert. So this week and start today, we've been focusing on living well. And a lot of people just, you know, they just feel better when they yeah. have plants in their home, myself True. included. But if you don't have a green thumb, we've got some help this morning. Magnolia Network's Hilton Carter. He's an author, but he's also a plant stylist. Yes, that is a thing. He's a plant expert, and he's here to share some common problems and some fixes. And as Dylan mentioned, we brought in uh, some of our own plants that are in need of some some therapy. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first of all, you know, a lot of folks probably got a plant for Christmas, for a holiday. For For folks who are watching or listening that may have gotten something like that as a gift, any just generic advice? Well, the first thing is to understand that if someone is struggling when they get a new plant, that everyone's struggling this time of year because okay. there's less light, mm. it's colder. So your plants are going to have that sort of uh, push back to what is going on. So they're going to lose a little bit of that growth. Plus with heating, is heating, that a problem too? If you have a plant next to like a radiator or next to a vent, that oh. is not going to be a good thing. It'll start to lose foliage that way as well. Okay. Because so I was going to say, even for things. people who are more experienced, I feel like in the winter, it's a little harder. It's a struggle for me as well. And it's understanding that you have to anticipate that and start to maneuver your plants mm. to brighter spots in your home mm-hmm. okay. to even provide as we have here like grow lights oh. you have to start providing things like because if it's cold it's going to be drier in your home mm-hmm. moisture meter what you that's can buy a meter. light that's just oh. to help the so how does this work you just 
This is a moisture meter. You just take it, you place it in a your moisture soil. Meter? Moisture meter? Moisture It tells you how moist your soil is. Hmm. You know what? Joy was talking about water. She kept saying water, water, water. That's the same thing for your plants. But this time of year, you want to kind of pull step back from that, oh, step back. back. Mm-hmm. Because some of your plants are going to, the soil is going to stay moist longer because it's not Air as warm in yeah. your home. Okay. So that's where a lot of newbies kind of lose themselves. I would think the opposite because I'm mm-hmm. dry. So I would think my plants are dry. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, you got you to gotta be well aware of that yeah, this time of year. Well, let's talk about what's over here. Dylan and I are inspired by this. We've decided that we'll have more plants. You like this? Walk around the house with you, something like you this. You can take this mister and either mist yourself. I know, right? Water, water. I'm not going like, to touch my no, just watch out or, or you can mist your plants. Now, that is just adding humidity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing with adding humidifiers. You do it to the leaves or the you soil? You do it to the leaves. Now, a plant like this you wouldn't want to mist because it's a desert plant. It likes to be a bit dry. But a ficus like this guy here or this philodendron there, those are trop- more tropical plants. Mm-hmm. They would love that humidity. So misting I them, love that. making sure that you're giving them that sort of okay. environment. And you like that because that's the name be of your kids' book. Oh, that's true. Let's see the cloud on sale now. So in terms of troubleshooting, <laughs> some other troubleshooting. Yeah, these um, are you guys. Troubleshooting. You try repotting, adjust the light. What else? Right now, no repotting. Okay, you no repotting. Right no okay. repotting at this very moment. You want to make sure that your plants are staying in the pots that they are in. Okay. Repotting during spring Probably. and summer is the best time because that's when your plants are mm-hmm. excited to grow, and that's when you want to do it. What's with the test right. tubes? What's with the test tubes? What is with them? Well, these are for propagating plants. Now, oh, a struggling oh, okay. plant like this, I wouldn't propagate this. I would actually take these shears, yeah. see if I can get this out, I have and lots just of literally cut like them oh, off. Just cut off but the if it was really struggling, I would cut a plant like this below what we call the node. There's a little bump there. Uh-huh. You place that in water, and over time, roots will grow, and you can oh. pot and it. And then start all over? Start all over. Or gift it to a friend. Well, speaking of gifts, Hilton, you gifted me this olive tree last oh, time you we were so here. Oh, you were so excited when you and got I'm it. I'm so excited, and I, I, I hope you're still excited. I'm still excited, but I just don't think I'm doing it right. You know it what? It just doesn't it's look. It's the Charlie Brown of olive trees. Hey, hey, everyone! And I brush against it, and the leaf falls off. Like, well, what should it look like? I will say that honestly, this olive tree is going to need more light. Direct sun would be great, or okay. a lot of bright indirect light. But it's also going to need more moisture. Now, depending on where you have it in your home, mm-hmm. if it's a kitchen, that would be great because it's probably getting uh, close or pl- place close to a place for water. So okay. it reminds you to water it. But you're definitely going to need to water it more. Maybe getting but a moisture meter. But I was worried meter. about overwatering it. Well, I would say stick a moisture meter in there, see where it uh, sits with, mm-hmm. when it comes to moisture, and yeah. then you'll be good for me. How about Craig's okay, ficus so tree? Come back. And Craig that brought this from down okay. the steps, he brought, right? He brought I, this it was upstairs in, in the bedroom. Craig, I saw images of this, of this particular plant. You've actually emailed me about <laughs> this. That's <laughs> how concerned you are. I am. I love that you brought it here. As much, uh, I would say, um, pain that you feel and maybe your wife feels about this plant, it's mm-hmm. not that bad. Oh. What's happening you hear that, is- sweetie? You don't have to get rid of this plant. <laughs> it's not doing that bad. It just needs a little bit more care. Now, we're talking about living well. Happy, you know the, uh, the saying, happy wife, happy, happy life? Yeah, I know it well. Well, happy plant, happy you. I will definitely happy say that. So you want, <laughs> there it is. So you want to make sure that you're providing it more moisture. I can tell by the fact Do you the cut you the brown part leaf. off? I've you always wondered totally about that. totally cut the brown parts oh. out. It's oh. not going to harm the plant. This is going to make it look better. But also this time of year, rotating your plants, yeah. wiping the leaves down. You have a lot of moisture building yeah. up there. Wipe the leaves down. But in your room, I will say in your bedroom there, you might want to move your chair a bit forward and place your plant in between those two windows oh. so this fiddle can get all of that good 
yeah, right? Cool. And now you're kind of exactly sitting in. Oh, that's a great space idea. Versus okay. just, yeah. you know, being right in front of it. And you might want to try this. not changing in front of it. Shut up. Let's revisit. <laughs> so, so good having months. you back. So Let's great see being how these look in three months. Yeah. Bring it back in three months. Let's talk about it. I love that you text him your plant questions. I do. Leave him alone. He's an expert. Hey, don't leave me alone. Oh, it's Craig. That's what he does. Coming up, the hottest new reads of the year. We have something for all of you. Handpicked by two best-selling authors. We have Harlan Coben and Emily Giffen. They're both here this morning. Oh, that's cool. To share. We'll be right back. All right. Dude, that's great. Thank you so much. It should look like this. I would say when you So we're back with not one, but two best-selling authors here to tell us what we need to be reading right now. Harlan Coben is a master of mystery. His latest thriller, I Will Find You, comes out in March. And Emily Giffen is known for heartfelt novels like Something Borrowed and Something Blue. And her latest, Meant to Be is out now. Welcome, Harlan and Emily. Good morning. So you guys are going to prom. It's like the Today Show prom. <laughs> yeah, you're coordinating. So much for us. <laughs> Let's start with you, Harlan. Uh, you're our resident thriller expert. What's the latest mystery that caught your eye? Um, everybody knows by Jordan Harper. This is a pure bullet of hit noir, neo-noir, dark, violent, but also romantic oh. under, underbelly of L.A., very modern for those people who missed the Raymond Chandler, James Kane days. This is my recommendation. New guy, cool. Jordan Harbor. All right, so Emily, you you're, uh, you know Contrast. the yes, yeah. yes, the love story. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about your fan. The Man I Never Met by L. Cook. This is the ultimate meet cute story mm-hmm. where a woman named Hannah in London, I love any book set in England, <laughs> gets a wrong number call from an American named Davy. Never expects to hear from him again. They end up texting calling, FaceTiming. He's a no-show at the airport when they're supposed to meet, and she's shocked to discover why. So this oh. is a, oh, oh, that's a love good a good will they or won't they Sounds romance. like a movie. Yeah. This one tackles an unexpectedly heavy issue as well. Okay. Oh, um, Harlan, Fleischman is in trouble. You can watch it now on Hulu, but why should we read the yes, book Yes, Kathy Brodesser, Ackner. It, it's, a, it's a wonderful book. It's about marriage, divorce, the disillusionment of middle class, and it was just turned into a really terrific series. Taffy herself wrote and developed the series. Oh. And so the book's a couple years old. It's one of my favorites from a few years back. And, and watching it again um, on Hulu, I figured this is a good time to, to go back. In the beginning, Jesse, who's divorced from Rachel, uh, one day wakes up, the kids are there, and Rachel's gone. Oh. He has no mm-hmm. idea where she is. Emily, I highly recommend it. Emily, January is a time when a lot of folks mm-hmm. like to pick up a, a, a motivational book, maybe yes. a self-help book. What, yes. what do you have there? If you're looking for a straightforward way to improve your life, and who isn't, mm-hmm. right? Name, Claim, and Reframe by Life Coach it Sounds Andrea. like you could have typed I know. I'm like, <laughs> tell me about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah name, it's a claim, three-step process that you can apply to any challenge in your life, whether it's a small daily annoyance or a major obstacle. Mm-hmm. Um, you name the problem, the source of pain. Good. Then you claim your own narrative and your voice and you reframe your thinking to proceed with strategic optimism. Let me take that from my French. No, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? In all seriousness, there are folks who are have been harping on something for years mm-hmm. and for decades and it gets in the way of their dreams, their, their just overall countenance. And so I think sometimes it just takes a little mind shift. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Harlan, your turn. Your pick for historical fiction. Well, this, is, this is kind of funny because five years ago on this show, Emily and I met when we did this really? segment. That's the first time we met. Oh, wow. And we've been sharing books back and forth oh, that's since. Oh, really cool. so, He reads my books. That's why you dress alike. That's why we dress alike. Yeah, well, alike. And she recommended Wanda M. Morris's Anywhere You Run, which I put in her best historical. It could be best thriller. It takes place in 1964. Fabulous. Mississippi. Two sisters 
have to both run after a white man is murdered, one because she's accused of it, the other for social shame. And from page one, you are completely gripped. You are in these two mm. protagonists' said Wonderful read. I read it in one reading. Oh, wow. wow. And so I don't normally always listen to Emily, but in this case, <laughs> she was right on. But we had actually met here on the show. That's, That's cool. great. A little anniversary for you guys. Yeah. Uh, right. so, so, Emily, you've, you've got a, a yep. new fiction author. Debut writer, Delia Kai, fresh, new, exciting voice in women's fiction, um, is about a young woman who returns home to her small Midwestern town with her white boyfriend to introduce him to her Chinese immigrant parents. Mm -hmm. And I love this book because it conjures all those complicated feelings that we have when we go home. And um, you throw in an old boyfriend, and Mm -hmm. it's especially interesting. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, she's a terrific writer. Well, guys, thank you so much. Harlan, your new book out is called... I Will Find You. And I'll just quickly... We've we known each other for 20 years. Yes, I've we done have. segments with you for 20 years. I'm so thrilled to be back with you. Thank you so much. And, and Emily, your new book, your book is out in paperback. Yeah, it's meant you. to be. Big, big fan of yours. Both of oh, you guys. Thank you so <laughs> much. And if you guys want to see these books, you can just head to today.com slash books, and we'll be right back. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Monday. First of all, exactly. Well done. So happy to have you back. Monday on the third hour of today, we have Tracy Ellis Ross. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'm back on Monday. I am? Yay! (laughs)